welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the how-to of creating conscious leadership for business, life and the world. With ordinary people doing extraordinary things and being truly in control of their own health, wealth and happiness. Knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. Introducing your host, Julie Hogbin, author, international speaker, mentor, disruptor and creator of Conscious Leadership and property investor living in the UK. Good morning, everybody. I've sort of been in hiding and I don't know what sort of mode, reflective mode. And I sat down last night and I was... I was sort of doing a journal, writing my reflections on what's been going on for me. Um, and I thought I'd share some of them with you. Plus, I also thought I would share that if your values are not in alignment with what you want to do and how you want to do it, you will probably find yourself struggling to achieve what it is you've set out to do. And one of the reasons I thought I would do this today is that it's coming up to the new year. Not only is it a new year, it's a new decade. And not only is it a new year, new decade, we've had a full moon as well. So there's all sorts of things happening. Now, I'm not the expert on full moons, but I'm definitely an expert on New Year's resolutions, goal setting, conscious leadership, leadership of life, change, um, which was part of what I was writing down last night. And I was also reminiscing and thinking about what the hell have I done since 2011 when I left my job partnership. It wasn't a job, it was a partnership within a learning and development firm where I worked or where we worked exclusively with the non-profit sector, so a lot of charities. And I'm amazed, I'm absolutely amazed. And knowing what I know, knowing what I knew, knowing that my third value is around education and wisdom, bloody hell, what have I been doing? (laughs) Oh my Lord. I've travelled the world. I have um, met some amazing people from Mel Gibson to 50 Cent to David Goggins, to name just a few. And I've had sort of an all right time in reality, but with hindsight, what have I achieved? Very little. Now I say very little because my goals back in 2011 were enormous. They were those hairy-arsed goals that you hear people talking about. It's what I have written my book on, The Life-Changing Magic of Setting Goals. And over the last little while, maybe a year or so, since mum died. So in since 2011, my eldest brother has died, my dad has died, my mum has died. I have moved house. I have started a relationship and had the relationship ended. Lots and lots and lots of change lots of different impacts on my on me personally and my emotions plus also my value system so i used to earn good money i gave it all up i don't have a value of wealth to be honest i've had to have it installed i've had to work on my value of wealth i actually put down yesterday one of the things i looked at was how much I actually charge people for what I do and how that has been affected with all the changes since 2011 and and over the years. I've also written down um, what do I feel since I left the partnership in 2011 and what I've written down, and this is 
God's honest truth. This is what I've written down. I'm not religious, everybody. I'm spiritual. Loss of power, loss of control, lost sense, as in the practicalities of who and what I am. I don't know what I'm doing. I've had shiny penny syndrome. Shiny penny syndrome. And it came to mind this morning around, um, what's the saying? See a shiny penny, pick it up, forevermore have good luck. Well, you don't get good luck from picking up a shiny penny. I mean, you do because you found a penny. And the wealthy look after their pennies as they do their pounds. And all my pennies that I pick up go into a, a compounding savings box, if you like. I've got a big tin on my desk. But I'm playing at it because I didn't have the value in me of creating wealth, even though I've earned decent money. You know, for 11 months in this whole journey, I was one of T. Harvecker's Reasons or Results coaches on his millionaire mindset mastery. I did that for 11 months. Now, I was coaching others and I've always found it. I can do it for others. I struggle to do it for myself. So I've had coaches, I've had mentors, but nobody, nobody, apart from Catherine for three months, that well, that was dealing with my emotional trauma. Nobody within the, that since 2011 has actually really spoken to me about what my values are and how they affect everything I do. So let me just give you an example. So if you don't have a value of creating wealth, how wealthy are you going to be? How easy are you going to find it to A, charge for your services, B, put your prices up, C, actually physically ask people for the money rather than giving it away? If you don't have a value installed set in stone high of um, health, how easy will you find it to go to the gym? And I'm thinking about all these New Year's resolutions Go to the gym, eat healthy, get fit, take exercise, go for a walk, go for a jog, sit on an exercise bike, eat a diet that doesn't consist of sugar and chocolate and various other things that, that will help to your early demise. If you don't have a value of love, how will you be loved and, if you, and how will you give love? And I've been thinking about this a lot. If you don't love yourself, how can you love other people and how can other how can you allow other people to love you? So your values are A huge, B immense, um, C all encompassing. Now the other thing I've been thinking around, and I saw a video and I didn't listen to it, I'm gonna to listen to it today, but I saw a video of somebody that I'm in a mastermind with, and they were talking about, or they asked the question about do you have a little voice in your head? We all have it. We all have a voice in our head. The voice in our head comes from our unconscious, comes from our inner being. And that little voice is there to keep you safe. And I say to keep you safe, I think that's a misnomer. The little voice in your head is there to keep you in a place that it thinks will keep you safe. Now, that doesn't mean that it keeps you safe. It keeps you where it thinks you ought to be, which is in within a series of limiting positions for a lot of us. It's in that position of not being loved. You're not worth it. Nobody will value you. Uh, it keeps you in a place of lower self-esteem, lower self-value. Now, that's one one voice. The other voice will raise your self-esteem, will raise your value, will tell you that you're loved and you're worth it. And we have both. And again, 
I was looking at the old adage of the story about the the man with the two feeding the two wolves, the story of the Indian talking to his grandson, and the grandson said, so which wolf wins? And the, the old Indian says, the wolf that's being fed. So which wolf are you feeding? Now, I've done some fabulous work with Richard Wilkins on this. He calls it the script. Now, sometimes it's okay. You know, you can't get rid of your past. You can't change what's happened. But what you can do is change how you respond to it rather than react to it. Now, to respond to something, you have to know why it's happening. Now, I'm not talking about going into therapy or anything. And of course you can. Or you can go and get a coach. You can go and get a mentor that knows about all of this stuff. I say stuff. Stuff for me is a technical word because there is so much within it. But if you don't know what your values are, whatever you try to do, whatever you try to do will be hard, especially if your values are not in alignment with what it is, what the thing is that you're trying to do. So since 2011, what have I done? I have become a property investor. I do do that. I haven't been speaking about it. I have learned how to forex trade. I don't like it. It doesn't sit with my values. One of my values is around people and supporting people to be the best value they can be. I don't do that when I'm doing forex trading. I can forex trade. I can earn some money. I can give it. But that, that, that then doesn't give me the value that I have of interactions with people face to face. I was thinking about this a lot last night. Now, I've created an event on the 9th of January, afternoon into evening, it's really good value. It's 58 quid for a whole day, afternoon to evening, um, half past two till eight in central London. 58 quid for the whole thing where I'm going to be talking to you about your, your values and your vision. Now, why have I done that? I've done it off the cuff. I've not marketed it very well. Why have I done that? Because I have an idea. I react. I don't plan very well, even though I know that's what I have to do. I can do it with others Doing it for myself is a whole nother ball game. Now, I spent yesterday in an emotional turmoil. It's the only word I can describe it for. It happens now and then, even with me repairing and mending and dealing with a lot of my emotional trauma over the last few years with everybody dying around me. But I haven't marketed it because I just want to help people. So if you're free on the 9th of January, I'm going to put the link under this video if I don't get enough people for it to break even, I'm going to cancel it. That's just me being off the cuff, doing something, not planning it, not doing what my mentors tell me to do, not doing what I know I should because I just want to help people. So it's about values. It's about vision. Now, if you looked at this page and I'm going to do a blog on this, I'm going to do more on this. I've actually looked at how much I've spent. So remember, I didn't have a value of wealth. I didn't have a value of earning money since 2011 to now. I sort of had it put in place, but it, it didn't clearly didn't work. <laughs> Although saying that, I do earn income. I do have tenants. I do have properties I rent out. They are all HMOs. I buy them and I have a rent to rent. So I have an equity growth on one hand, cash flow on another. Now, this isn't about me teaching you how to invest in property. Although that is something I wrote down because I have done it before. But do I want to do it? Don't know. I'm being really deadly serious with myself about what I do and what I don't. Now, what I do know is that without getting your values in alignment, whatever you attempt to do will be so much harder. 
So I really want to help you with that. I'm going to be doing a lot more. I've done a couple of posts on LinkedIn. Please connect with me or, or read my articles. The business name is now Clavum. This one was Business Talks and Workshops. I, this is my company name as in registered. Um, but I'm now going to trade under the name Clavum. Clavum means the key. I'm going to be doing a lot more stuff on this to really help people take control and take charge of their lives because it's what I've done. And if I hadn't have done what I did in 2011, and if I hadn't have done what I did between then and February 2013, so sort of 18 months where I was in a real spin, but in sort of 18 months, I wouldn't then have been able to look after my dad and look after my mum as I did. I wouldn't have had the time because I'd been at work. So there is no right time to start. There is no, well, there is a right time to start. It's now. If you truly want to um, be in control, to have your freedom. Now, I, I say I have my freedom. I have my freedom from a nine to five job. I have my freedom from traveling the country, which I used to do. I used to stay in five star hotels. I have conversations with people. I had one a little while ago where somebody said to me, oh, where are you staying? And I was standing in the premiere inn. I was at an event. I was standing in the premiere inn, which was a two minute walk from where the event was being held which was a Hilton. And they said to me, where are you staying? I said, I'm staying at the Premier Inn up just up the road. And they went, oh. And I said, what's wrong with the Premier Inn? I had to laugh because it really triggered within me. And I, so I was chuckling to myself. I said, what's wrong with the Premier Inn? And they said, oh, we're a hotel snob. And I thought, I got over that. I got over that many years ago from walking across five-star hotels with the marble lobbies that cost a fortune to stay in, that were all on business expenses, I just got so fed up with it. I need a bed that's clean, that's decent. Don't get me wrong, I'm not going to stay in a, in a hovel. But I need a bed that's clean. I need a shower that works. I need somewhere I can walk in, feel safe, put my bag down, lock my door. Now, I don't stay in Airbnbs, to be honest. I don't. I've tried it a few times. They're not always what they say they are. And I know a lot are, so I'm not dissing Airbnbs. I think it's a, a, a great model. But five-star hotels really don't float my boat anymore. They really don't. Um, I've stayed in a lot. They don't float my boat. Plus, when you've got a value of wealth, unless you're a multimillionaire, who are you trying to who are you trying to impress? And I get people like it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did like it. I still like it. Would that be out of choice now where I spent my money? No. Would I now spend my money on learning, development, being the best version of myself? Yes. Would I then travel to do that? Yes. Have I been to Bali, Los Angeles, Florida, South Africa to do that? Yes, I have. Um, have I enjoyed all of that? Yes, I have. Have I added something into the to the trip to get additional value from it? Yes, I have. Would I stay in Hilton for a two-day event, which is going to cost, what, I don't know, 160 quid a night? Not sure. When I can stay at a premiere in, which is like two minutes walk away for, I think it was 40 quid a night. Yes, I would. So the value of wealth, the value of money, the value of earning makes us, allows us to make different choices. And that then questions, why do we do what we do? Now, what is a value? I was doing, I was writing an article. I'm going to post it up later. I'll finish it today. What's the value and what comes first, value or belief? I think it's the chicken and egg situation. So if you value something, it can create a belief. If you believe in something, it creates a value. Which one comes first? I don't know the answer to that. I'm sure somebody far more intelligent than me will tell you. But I can't because I've went, I went round it in my head yesterday. I'm sure there's a scientific neurological 
process within on all this. Values and beliefs I see interchangeable. One creates the other. The other leads the other. So from one, you'll do something. And believing in one, I mean, and a value is a belief. So a value is your underlying principle. So my one of my, my actually not one of, my highest value is honesty. So what does that lead me to do? To tell the truth. That's what it leads me to do in all situations. Now, I don't always have to tell everybody all of the time the truth. So I don't go down the street telling people that they're overweight, underweight, um, attractive, non-attractive, wearing the wrong colour. I don't tell everybody I meet in business that what they're doing is the wrong thing and it won't serve because actually that's not going to serve me nor them. But what I do do if people ask me for feedback is give people truthful feedback. That means that I, if I'm in a relationship and something is really bothering me, I will talk about it. I will give people the feedback. I will give my mentors the feedback. I'll give my coaches the feedback. I'll give my friends feedback. I am challenged and I challenge, I support and I am supported. It forms part of my value of honesty. There's a lot more to it than that. So if you're free on the 9th of January and you want to know about values and you want to look at how they affect your vision and even to work slightly through your vision to start to create it, to really look at what you need to do with your New Year's resolutions if you make them or your goals for your business or your goals for your life. I would love to work with you. I'm going to put the link under this video. This isn't a promotional video. This is, Well, it is. Of course it is because that's why I'm on it. But this is around me asking you to think about what are your values. You can work on it yourself. You can look it up online. You can find loads of stuff on YouTube about it. If you, like me, you want to work with people one-on-one, you want to work in a group or with other people that are doing the same thing, that's what I'm creating. If it doesn't happen on the 9th of January, it will happen later and I will market it and advertise it properly because I am learning, really. (laughs) Um, All I'm going to say is have a fabulous, fabulous, I'm going to end this, I'm going to say fabulous, fabulous New Year's Eve, New Year, New Decade. I don't know what that means to you. It means a hell of a lot for me. My last decade has been tumultuous I think is the word it's been really challenging I have survived (laughs) I am here I actually might even know now know really what I want to do I might have grown up who knows (laughs) so this has been my 61st year my birthday is the 10th of January now I've got a smile on my face I've had a really rough couple of days I don't know why those underlying things that happen yesterday I was emotional I promised to do a a video for Brendan for his development summit. I haven't done that. I'm going to do that today because I actually have woken up. I sorted myself out yesterday. I talked to that script that was making me miserable. I've shot it out the window. So I can help you with a lot of this. Um, I say help. I can support you. I can't do it for you, but I can give you the moral, I don't know what the right word is, the moral support to be able to do it. And of course, I can't do it for you. You have to do this for yourself. Anybody that is teaching you anything about anything, they can't do it for you. You have to do it. You have to do it. You have to do it um, as I have to do it. And it's always great when there's people that can support you to do that. So I'm going to say bye for now. Have a fabulous day. Um, If you're celebrating, have a good one. If you're indoors, celebrate on your own. Welcome in the new year. Welcome in the new decade. I will be probably with a glass or two of something sparkling. And even then I'm thinking, alcohol, does that keep me at the best? What's my value linked to alcohol? Why am I drinking? Why do I then drink alcohol and eat chocolate at the same time? I don't know, but I'm going to be looking at all of that sort of stuff. 
So yeah, have a good day. Have a fabulous day. Have a fabulous welcome to the new decade at the chimes of the last 12 on Big Ben if you're in the UK or wherever it is for you. So have a good one. Talk to you all later. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. You can contact Julie on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest and hear me out. Please subscribe to her YouTube channel for how-to videos and more content. And please message Julie to have your questions answered. Until next time, remember, knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. See it, say it, write it, believe it and achieve it.